Golden State Warriors basketball. This is the Mark Jackson Show. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on these sports leagues. It is time for the Mark Jackson Show, and it's brought to you by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit StanfordHospital.org. Also brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. For a local dealer, visit Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes, joining us via the Ring Central Guest Line, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson. Jack, what's up? All is well. Thanks again for having me. Well, thank you very much for showing up. It uh, it works. I think it works well for both of us, actually. I think it's working out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your thoughts on the uniforms? Uh, very nice. Uh, I'm a guy that used to practice all the time with long sleeve shirts, so I feel comfortable with it. And I just, I just think it's something different. Adidas did a very good job, and you know, um, I think it's going to create a lot of buzz. And um, my guys feel comfortable with it on, so it's, it's just a different look. And I think we're headed that way anyway. Would you have said that if you'd have had Oliver Miller on your team? <laughs> oh, just 30 seconds in and the first shot is fired. <laughs> hey, look, I don't have the greatest body either. I don't know if I would have wanted to wear these. If I if I would have seen these, I would have went right into the weight room and, and probably done 500 crunches just to try. Either that or I told Bogut, go get one of those plastic molds like and get the Batman stomach and wear that underneath <laughs> your uniform. So you just look like you're all ripped up. I mean, if you don't have a great body, you're not looking forward to wearing these things, I don't think. No, and I think it's a tailor-made excuse. You knock down shots, you on fire. All of a sudden, you love the uniforms. You miss shots. It's you know it was kind of tight in the elbow, you know, in the shoulder area. Yeah. I didn't like you know what I didn't like sleeves because I wore them one time in college uh, back in '88. And I know the the Hoyas were the first ones to do it back in the mid mid '80s, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. It just it just felt weird having like a sleeve on my on my arm where I'd never had to sleep before. And I don't know if it affected me one way or the other, but I felt like I would think about it just because I was thinking about it. Just because I didn't like it for whatever reason that I didn't want really want that in my head. I understand these are a little bit tighter, so it's not going to be dangling around, but did you wear a, I don't remember you in college wearing a, a t-shirt. Did you, I know when we shot around, you shot around sometimes in long sleeve shirt, but did you, did you ever wear that t-shirt? Did you like that feel? No, I never wore T-shirts in the games um, just because I was more so a guy that wanted to, whatever the uniform was, that's what I wanted to wear. Yeah. But in practice, always wore, you know, long sleeve shirts. But uh, one guy, one of the greatest shooters, you know, yep. ever, and Chris Mullen, yep. in, in college all the time he would wear, you know, the, the, the T-shirt underneath the jersey, and uh, he was just fine with it. So I, I, don't, I don't really think it, it matters. You know, you go to the park, it's not like guys have tank tops on. They have on tank tops, some have on T-shirts. So uh, it's it's just I, I think it's a different look and it's fresh and it's it's great for this area and for this organization to be the one you know representing the, the league and wearing it. The scary part though is you've seen some of the fans' bodies and they're going to be wearing those things. Well, think about it. Those same bodies were in tank tops, so I'd much rather have this look. <laughs> in <the tank> tops. <laughs> uh, oh man, did you ever ask Patrick Ewing why he started doing that? Why he wore? A T-shirt underneath his uh, jersey. 
No, and and that would be a good question uh, because you know one thing about that team that was a an intimidating team. You know, you see those guys come from behind the curtain uh, in the old caps and and they were on a mission, uh, t-shirts and all. But Patrick was the guy that really was the enforcer. And I, I don't know if we're going to have that, quite that same look, especially being that it's yellow. But uh, we, we're going to definitely make a statement. Were you, was there anybody, and I never got a chance to play against him because he was a little bit before my time, but was there anybody more intimidating than Graham with the bald head before anybody had a bald head? I mean, he literally looked like he wanted to go out there and hurt somebody. Yeah, he looked crazy. And the crazy thing about it is I played against him in, in high school. My uh, senior year uh, in Virginia, he was uh, uh, in high school at Virginia, and the guy missed 10 dunks in one game against us. I was the biggest Stop. guy on the team, but this guy tried to destroy the backboard and the rim. Wanted up missing 10 dunks, we beat him by two points. <laughs> Oh, that is good stuff. Hey, I, I was asking this to uh, Ray, who, who left to go over to Comcast to do some stuff over there. Who, who were the last two guys? And if memory serves me correct, I could be wrong. Maybe you'll uh, you'll remember. But the last two guys that wore the short shorts, even when guys didn't have to wear the short shorts anymore, two guys that stuck with the short shorts throughout their entire career. Well, the one guy I would probably say is Stockton. Yep. And I cannot remember the second guy. Dennis Rodman. That's a good call. Yes, you're right. Dennis you're Rodman. Right. I don't know why Stockton did it. I think Rodman liked to show off his legs. I think that's why Stock, he did it. You know, Stockton did it. He wanted to remain, you know, old school. He would carry the first Nike bag ever invented. Yeah, that's know, true. The game. So it was, he was, he was, you know, he was glued to old school. He may still have his first dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I wish I had mine. <laughs> Damn right about that. <laughs> Talking to Mark Jackson, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. So take me through the uh, the road trip and what what was it that allowed you know three teams to shoot fifty percent? Grizzlies shot around forty six, forty seven percent. I'm sure it's always more than just one thing, but too much penetration, not closing out quickly enough, uh, didn't have good balance on offense to get back on defense. Was there one that jumped out more than others? No, I think it was overall we just didn't defend at the same level. Uh, teams got it going early. You talk about in all of those games, teams jumped and had great, you know, first quarters, uh, especially the last three. Scored over uh, over 35, I believe, mm -hmm. the, the first three, and then the second one scored 30, 31, or the fourth one scored 31. So they got it going early. And when you allow teams in this league individually and collectively to get it going early, establish a rhythm, you have your hands full. We're, we're defending, but we're not defending for 48 minutes. And during the course of the season, I don't care how good you are as a team, even the best, you go through stretches. Right now we're going through stretches. We're contesting shots. We're a step slow, and um, we're paying the price. Uh, we certainly hope to get back in rhythm and, and stop the bleeding tomorrow night against you know, a very good Houston team. Was there something that in watching the film that you felt like you needed to address? Was it more effort? Was it some guys just hitting shots? And I know sometimes you get in that – it sounds silly to say, but sometimes you just get in that rut where teams uh, string together shots – to get their shots on you. We haven't seen it against this team this year. But was there one thing in watching film you said, you know what, we need to address this right now so you guys uh, bring it to your attention so this doesn't continue to happen? No, I just think we just didn't defend. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we turned the basketball over, which you cannot do yeah. on the road against good teams because they get it going in transition. We didn't rebound at the same level that we've been rebounding at during the course of this year. 
So it's just a stretch that we're going through, uh, and I think it's going to allow us to grow and get better because it's the first time really for this team that we've faced you know, adversity. But at the end of the day, it's going to make us stronger and better. we just got to get through it. Anything troubling about the first quarters of the road trip? Turning the basketball over and not defending uh, at, at the level that we're used to defending. And when, like I said, you let teams score 30, 35 points in the first quarter, shoot 50, 60% in the first quarter, it's tough to win. I don't care if you're home or on the road. And we're allowing teams to establish a rhythm, and then we got our hands full. That, that shot at the end of the game is much easier if I've been, you know, clicking yeah. on all cylinders all night long and especially got it going early. Got any uh, update on Jared Jack? No, he still didn't practice today. Uh, he's continuing to get treatment. Um, he's feeling better. Uh, I'm just not sure if he's going to go tomorrow. We'll see how he feels in the morning and then go from there. One game out of 82. Uh, but how important would you say tomorrow night's game against the Rockets is being that will be the last game you guys play for a week heading into the All-Star break? It's important for us, you know, losing four games in a row, uh, coming back home, the last game before the All-Star break, an opportunity for us to finish, you know, the 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 uh, first half of the season the way we want to finish it. So it's a big game for us. But that being said, um, it, it, it's a great challenge and uh, a, a well-deserved break right after that for this entire you know organization. I'm not willing to say that LeBron is as good as Michael Jordan because that book is not yet written, and we'll you know dissect that when his career is written. What I will say is maybe someone owes Scottie Pippen an apology for just ripping him to shreds for even making that suggestion because watching this guy play right now i just i'm in awe of what this guy can do on a basketball court and what he what i was telling ray earlier mark is that he does it in such a fashion that he can score if there's such a thing as a quiet 31 for a superstar because everything he does is in the flow of the game he's just out there making basketball decisions what's the right decision shoot it penetrate kick it move it along and it amazes me the efficiency in which this guy has played the last five games well, he's an incredible basketball player, and he's been that way from day one. And uh, he hasn't just been on a, a five-game streak. He's been on a career streak thus yeah. far. He's, his ability to score, defend, rebound, pass the basketball. Uh, I, I'll slam the brakes on, on saying better than Michael Jordan right now. He's got to have more as far as in his, in, in his uh, resume than, than what he's done thus far. But I will say he's the best small forward that this league has ever seen. And, uh, and, 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 and at the end of the day, he's got to get to Kobe before he gets to Michael. But he is certainly on his way and, and an awfully impressive basketball player. And I love the way he conducts himself for a guy that came straight out of high school with all the hype. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I will say this, he's the best in the time that I've played and watched basketball. He's the best in the open court that I've ever seen. I, I can't, I don't know how you stop that guy when he gets ahead of steam. Pray. <laughs> Pray <it>. falls down. <laughs> Talking to the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson, here on the Sports Leader. What have you seen uh, since Andrew Bogut's been back that you've liked with him on the court? Well, his ability to pass the basketball. Uh, he's a big-time defender on the post, and he's a, he's a rim protector. Rebounding the basketball also. I think at the end of the day, uh, we're getting closer to, to when he's going to be you know, on the floor for longer stretches. We'll see how that plays out. We're certainly going to listen to his body, listen to the trainer, and listen to the doctors. But uh, we're a better basketball team with, on, with him on the floor. And I thought today in practice, he actually looked uh, the liveliest that I've seen him look. His body was reacting. He was uh, you know, jumping. He was going out to loose balls. Uh, so it, it was a great practice for him and a good sign for us. Other than fact that guys are dealing with injuries, Jared Jack and Andrew Bogut coming off an injury, 
Is there anybody on the team, whether they've logged heavy minutes or a young guy, that will benefit most from this break? Well, I think when you look at David Lee and, and Steph Curry, uh, the demands that have been put on their bodies the first half of this season, playing long stretches, uh, back-to-back nights, and, and asking them to carry us, um, I think it's a well-deserved break for them, and I think it's important for them to go to the All-Star game, enjoy the festivities, and, and, and make sure that they come back rested and prepared for uh, the second half of the season. Before I let you go, we started off talking a little bit about, you mentioned Chris Mullen. Who are the, who are the, give me a handful, three, four, five if you want, the best shooters that you've ever played with? Guys that when they shoot it, you knew it was going in. Well, the names that I played with that I will name uh, will certainly be in the discussion for best shooters ever. That's Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. Chris Mullen, in no you know, particular order. Dale Curry, yep. Dale Ellis, uh, also played with Eddie Johnson. Um, I played with Allen Houston. Uh, so so I, 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 I go on and on and yeah. on, but those guys were, were absolute knockdown shooters. And uh, you put them in the gym, I don't know who comes out of there. Would I be close to the top 50? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, 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 I got to be honest and tell you, if, if I had to say who was the best uh, top five video game players that I ever played with, <laughs> you're in discussion with anybody. But okay, well, I'll, take, shooters, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, if these uniforms came out before I let you go, if these uniforms would have come out when you were playing, did you have the body to handle it? Um, <laughs> I would probably say no, but it probably would have helped my quickness. At least they say it's 26%, I believe, uh, check my facts, but 26% lighter and uh, gives you more explosiveness and quickness. So it would have certainly uh, helped my quickness on the floor, even though I tried everything and nothing ever quite helped. Yeah, Jack, I remember that time when I was on the wing and I tried to drive somebody to take a charge and I thought to myself, you know, if my uniform were 26% lighter, I would have been around that guy and smashing it in someone's face. I don't think I've ever thought my uniform held me back. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's, it's, I tell you what, it's great, and it's an honor that we were the team that you know was chosen to, to represent and, and wear it. And it's, it says a lot about how far this organization has come and where we're headed. Hey, Jack, always appreciate the time. What are you doing during the All-Star break? I'm going to go back home to L.A. and enjoy the family and be a, a, a good husband and a good father and spend quality time with the family. How's your uh, uh, son doing? Fordham, right? No, he's at Manhattan College. Manhattan, that's what it is. Well. How's he doing? He's doing very well. He actually got his first start about a week and a half ago and has been starting, and this season has been turned around. So I'm proud of him and uh, fortunately get a chance to see him when we go to New York to play the Knicks. Oh, good stuff then. Uh, glad the family's doing well. Enjoy the time off. Uh, best of luck tomorrow night. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, man. Thanks again, big fella. All right, Jack, you take it easy.